Hi, welcome to the Coffee Chat Show here on Buzzing Pattaya, the show we talk about things that are happening right here, right now, as well as general news, tips, information, and advice. Now, welcome back to part two. Michael, how you doing, my man? I'm good, thank you. I am sat in the worst place in the world because I just want to go and eat everything and not even talk to you because you've got the best pies ever here. I mean, it's, it's cool. unbelievable. And guys, if you haven't been to Tinny's before, I will put a link in the description below. And uh, if you like your pies, you've got to come and check this place out. It's unbelievable. Now, 15 years old, in Australia, in a bakery, sweating, thinking, what on earth am I doing here? And I'm really not happy because I don't want to be doing this. And yet, all those years later, here you are doing the same thing. What happened? Oh, I suppose, you know, <laughs> it's, uh, it's one of those things. I, uh, I didn't do the pastry work for very long because yeah. the hours were just too long for me. Uh, I ended up joining the Air Force and went away with that for a while. And um, uh, But it was something that I could always do was cook. Yeah. And, um, uh, yeah, you know, what, 35 years later, I've um, gone through the divorce and decided, well, nobody makes good pies anymore, and I know I can. So I started up a pie shop in Launceston in Tasmania. Yeah. And uh, with my uh, wife on, and we uh, uh, ran a very successful business over the next um, seven years before we sold it and moved on. Mm. Um, so how did you come to opening a pie shop here? Um, again, yeah, we sold the business. We were going to have six months holidays, look for somewhere else to thing. I favoured uh, the Gold Coast on the Esplanade um, because one of the things we found in Tasmania was that the Chinese tourists loved our pies. Okay. And they used to come straight from the airport to the pie shop and have to take photos with me so I already had this <laughs> thing with the Chinese tourists Brilliant. on their website so yeah. I thought the Esplanade is the place to find Chinese and um, uh, so we were going to open there but in between that we travelled to a few other places like Cairns and Darwin because uh, I'd lived in Darwin for a long time when I was yeah. in the Air Force and um, came over here for a holiday basically again uh, my wife's Thai and uh, when we were here, I just sort of thought, why don't we do it here? You know, nobody does anything like what I do. And um, if I did it in Australia, I probably had five years left in me because okay. of the workload. Uh, if I came here and did it, you know, I couldn't see any reason why I couldn't do it for 20 years because I didn't have to do the manual work here. Right, okay. And I mean, I guess the question I've got to ask you really is like thinking about this is, we're in Jomtien, not in Pattaya. Um, you know, with the business structure that we have, a very large percentage of our business is take out or take away. Um, so people needed to be able to drive here, stop, pick up and go. Okay. The problem in Patea is that when you, um, in the high season, mm. it'll take you an hour and a half to get in and out of the patio. Yeah. So even if I'd been along Beach Road or in Walking Street or something, it's near impossible for that part of my business um, to work. Uh, so, and in the early days, um, food delivery was sort of a novelty. It wasn't really the norm, whereas it's changed now. Yeah, go on now. To, to delivery. Um, so, uh, one of my things in the businesses I've had over the many years, not just the pie shop, but my air conditioning business and that, uh, is location. Okay. And uh, I had to have a corner position. Right. right? 
because you've got the exposure um, on a corner. Yeah. And that's why we ended up here. I think here, I don't think I could have picked a better place in all of this area to have my business. I must admit, you have got a lovely little spot because you're on the main in and out of the whole of Jong Tien. So, yeah. you know, even if you drive that way and you maybe miss it, when you come up this way, you're not going to miss it. So I, right. I agree. You have got, and of course, we're on the entrance to to the Jomtien complex here as well, which yes. is which yeah. is very popular. Yeah. So it's fairly easy for people to find. Mm. Uh, it's easy to park, even in the high season. You can always pull up out the front, yeah. even if you double park for five minutes to come and pick your stuff up. Um, so it's a good position for that. One thing I love about this city is unlike London, you don't have traffic wardens walking around with their flip no, pads no. ready to nail you when you've been there for two seconds. Yeah, I think they'd be in shock if they Oh man, yeah, I remember the worst one I ever got, worst one I ever got was I was going to the clinic with my wife back in London and she wanted some mints, some mints. And I said, right, well, we'll just quickly stop here. So I stopped in the bus lane. I just pulled up, there was no, it was early morning. She nipped out, got a packet of polo mints, got back in, 25 quid that cost me. And I'm like, I got this letter through in the post. I'm like, what's that about? And then I'm looking like, you've got to be joking me. And they take pictures. Pictures, could you believe? Okay, right. Oh, man. I mean, luckily, we don't have that here. I mean, in terms of the pies, talk to me about the ingredients. What, because, and I'm going to ask a naive question, because obviously I don't, I don't know. But I know that there are loads of pies out here. In terms of making a pie, how do you differentiate your pies from the rest? What makes Tinny's pies the reputation that it's got out there. Okay, well, I suppose I'd say we do it the old-fashioned way. Okay. Uh, we don't use any pre-mixes or um, any fillers, you know. Uh, a fair proportion of pies anywhere in the world that you buy um, will be bulked out with soy protein. Okay. Right? Uh, and what that does is gives you the feeling that you're eating into a lot of meat, but it's mostly gravy. Um, wow. And biased you will eat a pie and think you know you like them every day mm. um, uh, when you eat something that is made with real stock and real flavors and then try to eat something that's not you can't swallow it because um, it's it's got no real taste right so it all it, it depends on what you're used to you know I, I'll give you the, the example I could give is that in Launceston with my business there I had um, some people came in that live next door to a little bakery, I won't name it, but um, on a country road. Mm -hmm. And they were right next door to it. And the first time they walked into my shop, uh, they said, oh, we just happen to be here today, but every day we buy a pie from our local bakery. Yeah. Right? And I go, oh, that's good, you know, but we thought we'd come and try yours because we were in town. And the next day they came back and said, what have you done? <laughs> We bought our normal pies this morning and I couldn't swallow it. Wow. Yet I love those pies, right? Um, so that's the difference. The base of our pies, we make our own stocks. We boil up the bones and fresh vegetables for 14 hours and um, wow. uh, and that that's the base of the flavour in the pies. I know one thing that you're very strong on and we were talking about that before <coughs> when we came on camera is consistency. Yes. I mean, would you share that uh, story you told me? Because that's a really valid point about consistency. Okay, yeah. I think for any business, it doesn't matter whether it's food or anything else, you have to, have, you have to be consistent. Um, so there's a story that I like to use for examples. There was a guy in Sydney that had a little cafe, and for 20 years, 
he'd basically had the same customers every day. Good little business, made a quid. His food wasn't particularly good, but it was always the same. Mm. He needed to have a holiday, so he got one of his friends to come and look after the shop, who happened to be a chef um, from a reputable restaurant that was on holidays himself. And over that two weeks, the chef did things his way. So when the guy came back, and the first day he was back in his shop, all his customers started complaining. They said, what's this stuff? He says, it's the same as I always make, right? But because his restaurant or his food had changed yeah. over that two weeks, people realised that his food wasn't much good. So it, you don't have to be necessarily fantastic. You just have to be consistent in what you do because if you change all the time, then the people that like it won't like it. Yeah, and, and, I, and I think that's the key to your success is the fact that you are just super consistent. Yeah. And, and you're, you're very critical as well, aren't you, in terms of like the ingredients and the procedure. Yeah. Um, we were talking again earlier, and I'd like to ask that question about, one of the things that you mentioned is about making sure there's no room for error in the process of making the, the product. Yeah, yeah, well, everything we do is, is has a specific procedure and the yeah. amount of time that it's got to be cooked, you know. Um, when to put the seasonings in and that if you if you get a, um, a pot of water throw in all your meat your onions your, your pepper and your salt and all the other bits and pieces you put in into the saucepan and boil the crap out of it for three hours mm. um, it'll have no taste have you been watching me cook <laughs> <laughs> you know so um, uh, whether it's me cooking it or one of the girls, it's all done exactly the same and nobody will be able to tell the difference. So when you're at home with your wife, who does the cooking? Uh, we don't cook at home. <laughs> <laughs> Is that because you've nagged her so much, you shouldn't do it like that, don't? Fine, I'm not doing it then, do it yourself. I'm not cooking. <laughs> yeah, Ong works harder than me here, yeah. so uh, the last thing she'd do is cook for me when we get home. <laughs> uh, we tend to come here and eat and cook our food. Mm. You know, whilst quite often I'll eat things that aren't on the menu because yeah. they're things I particularly like. Yeah. Um, but, um, uh, yeah, but I'm happy to eat my food, you know. I could, yeah. I could eat a pie a day the rest of my life and it, Oh, and so could I, it. so could I. I mean, in terms of the pies, I mean, obviously you've got a fantastic selection and uh, we will put a link in the description to, to Michael's uh, Tinney's restaurant here and you can see all the all of the menu, etc. In terms of the pie, I mean, what's the most popular pie you do? Look, it's always difficult, but look, the Aussie beef mince pie is, is would be the most popular. You know, everybody loves a mince pie. Um, um, but, you know, whether it's pepper steak or chunky beef, some days it's cake and kidney, uh, roast lamb, you know, um, uh, they're all as popular as each other mm. and everybody has their favourites. And what you find a lot of times is customers that come here, you know, many times a week, always have the same pie. <laughs> but if they come one day and there isn't one there of that flavour, right, and they try something else, then they've got a new favourite. Right. right. So. Interesting though, I've noticed that now, I asked you about the, the, the top pies and interestingly there, you named every single pie that I was expecting, apart from, and I'm going to guess that if, if I say this pie, you're going to go, please don't talk Steak about it. and kidney. No, no, I was going to go for the chicken curry. Right. Is that like a rogue pie in the pie world? 
Uh, Does no. it not belong? No, no. In Australia, the chicken curry was always popular. Okay. Uh, we not only did the chicken curry that we do here now, but we also did a Thai green curry. But what I found when nice. we first came here, when people came for pies, they didn't want anything remotely Thai. Oh, okay. Because oh. they were coming for pies, um, for, for back home style yeah. pies. Um, we've reintroduced recently the chicken curry because... Um, you know, I like to chop and change them. And it actually is one of the most popular pies. It's a creamy, old-fashioned Aussie curry. I even bring my curry powders from Australia. I'm trying to lose weight and you're making me hungry just thinking about it. I'm gonna, yeah. have, to, I'm, I'm gonna I'm, have to come back I'm and- I'm uh, <laughs> talking about it now. Now, what I want to ask you as well, Michael, is I mean, you know, guys, if you see this now, I mean, look at this menu. I mean, you really have, I'll put it up close so you can see. And I will put a link in the description as well. So let's say you see here all the different dishes. Because you've gone from being like a pie restaurant, pie shop, to being a proper, re well not a pie, I don't like that word, it's a bad word, sorry. But expanded your range to a huge amount now, not just pies. I mean, what was the thinking behind that? Okay, it was always going to be the case here because we have a restaurant yeah. um, to increase it. So, But it was a gradual thing to do, you know. Our specialty was pies and I wanted it to be a pie shop. I mm. didn't want it to be an Italian shop. Sure. Um, so we've had to be select with as we've done things and we've gradually done them. Again, the important part is I can't be here seven days a week cooking 14 hours a day, yep. which we're open. Um, so uh, everything we have on the menu there, I have to get it right so that whoever cooks it, it will always come out the same. Okay. Um, and, uh, and everything has to be of the same quality as what the pies is. And, uh, and that, you know, it's like our Thai menu. We didn't put Thai food on until probably three years into the business. But a lot of people that come here, a lot of the Farangs, have got Thai partners yep. or friends with them at the time. And, yep. um, and those people, when they come, have never had a pie. So they didn't want to come if they couldn't order Thai food. Oh, right. But what I found was yeah. that when they ordered Thai food and the boyfriends uh, ordered a pie, when the pie comes out, they tried <laughs> the pie <laughs> and then yeah. they took the pie and the other, the frung had to eat his <laughs> Thai food, you know. So, um, we, but we do sell it quite a lot of Thai food as well, but it's a pretty basic menu because again, you know, our specialty is Western food. Um, when you look at a pie menu and you look at your menu in particular, I mean, when you look at the menu and you're reviewing it thinking, okay, well, this one didn't go as well as we was hoping or this one's been fantastic. Where's the process in bringing a new product in? Where do you get that inspiration and the ideas from? Well, probably from things I, I, I eat, you know, myself. Um, uh, but I know I'm, a lot of the pies that I have, I don't eat. Okay. They're not flavours that I like, but I'm not cooking for me, I'm yeah. cooking for you. And, um, you know, it's like a steak and kidney pie, right? To me, nothing worse than kidney. <laughs> as a kid, oh, I, kidneys, as a kid I hated it. <laughs> but we sell a huge amount of steak and kidney pies, so it needs to be on the menu. Mm, yeah. Um, um, obviously, like, there's a million different flavoured pies you can yeah. make. They're truly, their number's endless. And every day, without a doubt, someone says, oh, why won't you make this? Yeah. Right? Um, uh, so when we put new flavours on, it's got to be that something that the masses are going to buy. Mm. It's like a pepper steak pie. You'll get people say, you know, it's not peppery enough. Yeah. And the next person will say it's too peppery. Yeah. Right? I cook 
for the majority. Okay. Right? If some people say, I like more salt in my pie. I say, well, that's what you've got a salt and pepper shaker for. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. put more salt in it. You know, we make our pies um, so that everybody likes it. Right? Have you ever been in a situation where you thought to yourself, I'm going to make this pie, and maybe your wife or the staff have said, oh, boss, not a good idea, and you said, watch this space. I'm making it, and I'll tell you now, and it's fell on its, in its backside. Oh, yeah, I suppose, <laughs> I suppose so, but um, they'll Should say, I ask your wife that question? Yeah, that, I do as I'm told most of the time. Uh, at least that's what they think. Um, yeah, look, um, I, I tend to discuss things with my wife and her sister who run the business. Yeah. Um, they, they both work for me in Australia and here. Um, so, you know, realistically, they've both got 12 years experience yeah. in making pies. Wow. Um, uh, it's um, like I'm experimenting at the moment with a Sichuan pie, right? Because I eat, I eat this Sichuan chicken that is just delightful. Right, but I've got to get it just right, you know. It's um, we're both hungry and talking about food. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but you know, um, uh, there just is so many flavours we could have. Mm. But one of the things we've, we've we've expanded our range more now because of our delivery business. Okay. Right. Uh, because of COVID and that, we started it was always a big percentage of our business was mm-hmm. local delivery. But now, uh, fortunately, we have companies that do next day delivery all over Thailand, right? So we deliver hundreds of boxes of pies a month all over Thailand. I am truly amazed at the amount of barungs, for a better word, that live out in the middle of nowhere, right? Um, (laughs) Alone, a lot of them have to ask permission to spend the money, but, um, you know, it's just really surprising, you know? um, It's incredible. I mean, obviously, like you said there about COVID, I mean, you know, there has been the restrictions on people traveling, et cetera. So that has forced people to order online, et cetera. If we fast forward now, let's just say that things have got back to the new normal and, and you know, you're busy with tourism and you're busy with, will you continue to, to carry? Will you have the capacity to deal with a huge amount of people in the restaurant as well as the huge demand on your deliveries? Oh yeah, look, you know, again, we evolve, you know, we're just about to do some extensions here. Our kitchen okay. just, our kitchen's physically no longer big enough. Right. Um, because um, uh, of the range of products we're doing. So um, that's about to get extended, which um, wow. will be good. And there'll be some more exciting things coming on over the next six to 12 months. Oh, okay. okay. Um, I won't go into what they are yet because I'm still- I'll get me crowbar out and leave it out. I'm still working on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I don't want to be the same as everybody else. So everything we do is that little bit different. Yeah, I must say, you have got a fantastic reputation. I mean, everyone, you know, you talk to people about Tinny's Pies, I've yet to, to this day, and I'm not just saying because we're sat here, I'm yet to meet anybody that says, oh, I went there, it was rubbish, you know? Most people go, oh yeah, really good pies, yeah. really good. I mean, you've mentioned quite a few times in this video about your team, about the, the staff, about your wife. How essential is that, that team? I mean, how do you keep such a close-knit team? Because if you're in a kitchen busy like you are, you've got to be tripping over each other. I mean, how do you keep that morale? Okay. Well, look, the, the most important thing is teaching, treating our staff with respect, mm-hmm. right? You know, every single person that works here from the girl that washes the dishes is as important as I am. Without mm-hmm. them, the business doesn't operate. Yeah, fair um, uh, You know, uh, I've come, having come from Australia with workplace standards and 
employees' rights and that. I try to run my business as if I was in Australia. Yeah. My employees are treated the same as they would get treated there. Um, uh, they have breaks. We try not to overwork them. We we pay them fair wages, yeah. and um, uh, and they're happy. Right. Um, you won't see any of my staff sitting around on their mobile phone, which is one of the bugbears of many of us <laughs> yeah. uh, fellows here. It, yeah. Right. You know, when you go into a restaurant and somebody's sitting there going, yeah. right, and totally ignoring you. That yeah. will never happen here. Right. Um, but. Um, uh, but yeah, we, we treat them as our equals and we all do what's got to be done to keep the place clean and tidy and, and on top of things. Okay, well I've got two questions there for you before we wrap up and then the first question I want to ask you is where do you see you in terms of tinnies because you've been doing this for a long time I can sense and feel the passion and the pride you've got in the restaurant you've got here and the reputation that you've got, which is a fantastic attribute to your hard work. When are you going to sit there and go, that's it, no more? When I win the lotto, I suppose. <laughs> so buddy, um, you know, one of the things with, with restaurants is yeah. we wouldn't be doing it if we weren't making a living, but you don't make millions of dollars out of having no. a restaurant like this. It's just simple. It just doesn't happen that mm -hmm. way. Um, but when I stop loving what I do, then I won't do it. Uh, but I love it every day, you know. Mm. What, what more satisfaction can someone ask for than seeing a person go, God, that is the best food I've eaten, <laughs> you know. Um, my favourite story, and I'll be quick because we've no, got to get wrap it up, is back in Launceston, I had two customers that stand out to me. One day, I was, we two o'clock in the afternoon, we're flat out, restaurant's full, and a little old lady with a walking frame comes up to the counter and she says, are you the owner? And I said, yes. She says, I just want to tell you that I've got less than two weeks to live and now I know what the food's going to be like when I get to heaven. Thank oh, you. That that's... was the most heart-wrenching thing every, anybody ever said to me. Cool. But it was true. She, she genuinely meant it. Wow. And then very similar thing, I had another person came up and he introduced himself and he said, my mum's Mrs. Such and Such. I said, oh yes, I know I haven't seen her for a while. She said, yeah, look, she's in palliative care and the whole family's here this weekend and she's not gonna see the day out. And she sent me up here because she wants to have us all eating Tinny's pies and she wants to try to have some before she dies. Wow. And, um, and that's why I love what I do because yeah. I like to make people happy. Yeah, well, that's and, incredible, isn't it? And food does make us happy. Oh, yeah. Very, very happy. Last question for you, then. So now I've forced your hand. Now I've forced it. I've said, that's it, Michael. There's no more coming here to do your thing that you've passionately loved for all those years. What are you going to do? Oh, look, I've got him now. I do this to everybody. You're, you're not alone. I always throw one key spanner in that they go, Damn, how do I answer that? So you're not allowed? Well, I'll probably do what I do now. You know, I play golf, I walk, I exercise. Um, um, I like to have a swim, you know. Uh, life's pretty simple and uh, I wouldn't change much, but I'd get bored if I didn't have the shot. So. Do you know what, it's funny, because watching your facial expression and when you really explain, yeah, you know, I'd go swimming, go for a walk and exercise, maybe play some golf. You could see that deep down you're thinking, I don't want to do any of that. I want to be in here. But if I wasn't here, <laughs> if I didn't make the pies, where would I get a good pie? 
Let's leave it at that. Not in my kitchen, that's for sure. Marco, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure. Guys, listen, I can't just say enough times. It really is, you know, come down to Tinny's, come and check out the range and the menu here. You've got to try these pies. If you don't want to come all the way over here, it's not an issue. Have a look at the link below. They'll deliver for you. That's even better. So you don't even need to leave your home. You can just simply order one online and check out these pies that, you know, Michael's had follow you all around the world. It's been fantastic. Been fantastic. Well, there you go, guys. That's it for me today. Thank you so much for watching the Coffee Chat Show here on Buzzing Patia. As always, please remember hit the subscribe button and also the bell icon if you'd like to be notified when I bring out a new video. Check out our Discord group. There's over 1,300 people on there now chatting away every day in different forums. It's a live forum, not one of these send a message and wait all day. There's loads of people on there all day, every day. Check it out. The link's in the description. And have a look at our members area. More and more members are joining each and every day. And I am going around speaking to restaurants and bars, etc., and getting you some kind of a discount with your Buzzin ID membership card. All right, guys, that's it for me. That's it for Michael. We're here in Tinny's Restaurant down in Jomtien. The link and the description is in below. Check it out, and wherever you are in the world, guys, please stay safe.